0: In this week's Parashah, Parashas Bahar, in the Parak, Parak Hafei, the Torah tells us the mitzvahs and the Isurim of Shemitah, that after six years, the seventh year of Shemitah, the Pasik says, it's a, a year of rest. Shabbos uh, Lashem, Sad Chalai Sizra, the Karma Chalai Sizmar. There are many halachas that one is not allowed to plant and harvest their field during the seventh year. If you go through the Rishonim, they break it down into four different laven, which is basically explicit in the Pasuk. One cannot plant during Shemitah, one cannot prune a tree, one cannot uh, harvest uh, reaping the trees, and one cannot gather during Shemitah. And as far as the mitzvahs I say, what you must do is Shemitah. So you must declare your field ownerless. The fruits of Shemitah have kedushas Shvias, and therefore, they're only there for consumption. One cannot use it for you know, to uh, for for non-consumption uses, and there's another halacha that if there's no longer any fruit left in the field, and you already gathered some, so there's a halacha called beer that you have to remove it from your house, and make sure that there's enough for, for for that there's enough hefker fruit in the fields, and it should not be stored in one's home. So with that being said, we all know that in Eretz Yisrael this year is shemitah it's Shemitah everywhere, but in Air specifically, they have to deal with this, and it's a lifestyle uh, situation, how to run a kitchen during Shemitah for most Americans at the very least, at the very most actually. What you'll do is you'll check the vegetables or fruit you're buying in uh, Costco to make sure it's not Shemitah produce, but most people don't even feel anything to do with Shemitah, maybe next year by Sukkot's time when we're dealing with Lulavim and and probably in a year or two from now, You'll find some wine on the market that is being brought into America, perhaps against halacha, called Eitzer Bez and you might ask shayla what to do with this. But for the most part, Shemitah is not really felt or kept in America. Maybe the one exception would be Shemitah's Ksafim. We'll talk about it at a different time. But next year, right before Rosh Hashanah, many people are going to be writing a Przbo. So we'll get into those halachas, and that applies even outside of Eretz Yisrael. So... Let's discuss for a few minutes the, the supermarket scene in Eretz Yisrael this year during Shemitah. So the shila really is that that halachically one is not allowed to harvest their field during Shemitah. One is not allowed to sell the fruit. It has to be hefker. So on a very basic level, how could you purchase fruit in the supermarket? How could there be fruit available in the supermarket? Ignoring different considerations of does the fruit become usr if someone harvested it is there an iser of me purchasing it from a nachri in a non-Jewish owned supermarket let's say in Costco ignoring all the different considerations let's just ask the fundamental question what exactly is going on in Eretz Yisrael how could they have fruit Uh, in every supermarket you're going to find maybe maybe not as much as previous years but you're going to find a significant amount of fruit and how exactly is that Is that allowed in halacha? So there are many different options. We're going to focus on six of them, six different ways one can consume or purchase fruits and vegetables from a supermarket during shemitah. So the first one is a very obvious one, and that is that if the fruit was grown during shishis during the sixth year, even though it's available on the market now, in the seventh year, so you're going to buy an orange. In, uh, maybe even now, but especially in the beginning of the year, Hanukkah time, you're buying an orange in Eretz Yisrael or a Jaffa orange in America. That orange was grown during Shishas, the sixth year. Now when it comes to fruit, so just to give, the, the, the Gemara describes three different categories of produce. One is called rice fruit, fruit that grows on a tree. And you have tavua which is your wheat, your barley, your classic grains, and vegetables. So when it comes to Shemitah and many other halachas, when it comes to fruit, we go by the chanata when it blossoms. So when you have an orange available on the market, in the seventh year, typically it has already blossomed in the sixth year. Perhaps the final few months, the summertime or maybe late spring, summertime, that's when you run into a question of maybe this orange is an early harvest, and it in fact Blossomed this this season. But typically, when you see a product at least the first half or three quarters of the year and it's a fruit, the Hanata took place the previous year, which is Shisha, so it's fruit from the sixth year and is not considered fruit from the seventh year and there is no problem. Additionally, many products are stored. They can be stored for a long time like potatoes or onions or the like and even if it's later in the season, there's a very good possibility that this product is is uh, from shishas from the sixth-year produce and not from the seventh-year produce. So that would be a uh, one consideration of why this fruit might be allowed. The second obvious header would be imported product. If, uh, if the vanilla beans are coming from Madagascar, now some vanilla beans are in fact grown in Eretz and you have that shayla, but let's say they're bringing in product from Chutz Aretz so then, there would be no issue as far as Shemitah. It's only haaretz, Eretz Yisrael. There's no issue of Shemitah in America, in Poland, in uh, South South Africa. There's no issue. So, if fruit is bring, being imported to Eretz there would be no issue. There is definitely a, 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 a serious discussion in halacha on the pesachim. What exactly are the borders of Eretz Yisrael. And of course, that would be a topic for a sefer and not for a 12 minute halacha recording. So that's definitely a hot topic. How do you define the borders? And and where exactly do we consider Eretz Yisrael and Chutz So those are the two easy heterim, and there's no shayla at all. If you, in fact, confirm that it's from Chutz or it's from Shishis, there's nothing wrong, it's regular fruit, it has nothing to do with Shemitah. The third po- possibility, which has some halachic debate, and that is the products that are grown in Eretz Yisrael, but the land is owned by a nachri. So if the land is owned by a nachri, do we say there's no issue of a of of uh Shemitah, when the, the land is owned by a Nachri. and the second question would be what if Yidden are working on a land does that does that uh is that a problem so so the third heter would be uvon nachri land that is owned by a non-jew even if it's in the borders of Eretz Yisrael many places come hold that's fine in uh in Eretz Yisrael uh in, in, uh in modern times in Bnei Brak many of the folks there they follow the uh, psak of the Chazanish and others and they are machmir on this question, they do not allow it, but in Yerushalayim and most, most, uh, most of Eretz Yisrael, they would allow product that was grown uh, in, on land owned by a non-Jew, they would say that is fine, there's no issue as far as Shemitah. There's no kedusha HaShviyas, it's not considered Shemitah. That's Heta number three. Hat number four, just by the way, in Hatta number three, many complain that why should we be supporting the Arabs or the non-Jews? We have a mitzvah of of supporting our own brethren. And there's a, there's a debate. Should we use this hetter, or perhaps we should rely on other etarim, as we will, we will describe, where on one hand we're supporting yidin, on the other hand, it's a less of a hider as far as, as far shemitah. This is definitely a machlekes. This is one of the debates between the Mizrahi world and the Haredi world, as we'll see. So those are the first three etarim. The fourth hetter would be hetar mechira, where you have Jewish-owned far uh farms and yiddin where they do a hatmachiraf through the United through the uh, Israeli government. This has been improved year after year or Shemitah after Shemitah and halachally it's getting better and better the way they do it. But fundamentally you you're assuming like most Paiskim that that uh land owned by a Nahri does not have an issue as far as Shemitah. Additionally you have to assume that sh- that shvius, that the mitzvah of shmita Zed, only a dinder abbanan. When it comes to their sas, we don't do this shtick of mechira het mechira. And the third thing that they were relying on for many years was that a, a yid is allowed to work in a non-Jewish owned land in Eretz Yisrael during shmita. I believe that currently the het mechira, uh, the the Jewish owners. Who have just sold their land to a Akhri, they stay away from the farm and uh at least from a physical standpoint, and they, they hire nahrim to work the farms. But that is the fourth uh consideration. Perhaps this is coming from Heta Mechira. Most of the Haredi pricing did not go with this. In America, the national hashkacha agencies do not would not certify. Let's say they were certifying a, a restaurant and the carrots came from Artistral via you know Heta Mechira, the national hashkachos in America would not allow it, although on an individual level one should ask the rav. and depending on the situation, there might be what to rely on, because the Hatim is definitely a, uh, a debated topic, and there are places that held it was fine. The fifth uh, Eitzah, which is one of the more common uh, visible uh, considerations would be Eitzher How does Eitzher work? So you'll see on the bottle of wine, it will say Eitzher Basically, the, uh, the 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 bezdin has the right to harvest the land on during shemitah. If you think about it, when it comes to the yisurim, you know, planting versus harvesting, harvesting was needed. You have to harvest in order to eat the fruit. So everyone's harvesting when they pick an apple. So you already see that the halachas of harvesting are not as or as planting. So without getting into all the, all the details, bezdin is allowed to harvest the the uh, land and the consumer. Can pay the can pay for the fruit. Now they cannot pay for the value of the fruit, but they could pay for the labor. So officially, the prices should be lower. Some rabbanim hold that you have to give an estimate. You cannot pay for an exact amount. But you get just an estimate of what the labor would cost. But more or less, that's another way you have a, a fruit market where the people working were working really on behalf of Besden harvesting the land. And the money that they receive is really just for their labor costs, so they're not making money on the fruit, on the land, they're making money for working on behalf of Bezdin harvesting the land in order to give it to, uh, in order to allow consumers to to get this on a mass scale. This is uh, very heavily pushed by the Rashi Yeshiva and the Rabbanim and the Paiskim because this allows the farmers to still make a Parnasa, so to say, and this l'chairah is one of the better etzai's. The drawback of this, perhaps, potentially, is that the fruit has kedushah shviyas. So a person has to think about all the other halachas. One cannot uh, just throw it in the garbage. Simply, one has to only use it for, you know, consumption and various halachas uh, regarding that. The sixth and perhaps final one we'll, we'll talk about today, there might be a few other uh, details within these categories, and that is what they call an Eretz which means detached bedding. We would call it perhaps a greenhouse or indoor-grown product. So two uh, conditions. Number one, it has to be under a roof, has to be grown in a bias, and it has to be in an utzuch in a nakav where it's not attached to to the soil of the ground. So it's in potted, uh, uh, you know, without holes, a flower pot without holes, or they have more industrial type where they put a big tarp on the ground and it's it's and they put new soil underneath it. And Rabeleski Zatzal was not happy with it. He said that the roots would go straight through the tarp. But a lot of them use a plastic, a hard plastic that literally separates the ground from what you're what you're growing now. And if it's grown under a roof, that's considered in a bias, so it's called Matsama nutak greenhouse grown. So that's another Some So I can debate how exactly you create this, but if it has been created. Uh, most of the pricing would assume that that is considered a non-Shviyah's product. It does not contain, does not have kedusha shvius, and one could consume it or do whatever they want with it. It has nothing to do with the mitzvah of, of Shemitah. So, today we reviewed six of the basic ways how people are consuming fruit in Eretz Yisrael as during this this year, during during uh, Shemitah. And just to review, either it was grown during Shish, during the sixth year, or it was grown outside of Eretz You have a third Heter of Yuvah Nahri, if it was grown by a non-Jewish farmer, he owned the land. The fourth Heter, piggybacking on that, is even if it's a Jewish-owned farm during, you know, most of the year, or during most most of the time, but if they sell it to Anachri via the Israeli government. They sell it to a Mechira, Heter Mechira. The fifth one is Eitzer Bezdin, that the work is being done on behalf of Besden, and the money that's being paid is only going for the labor costs. And the sixth one is what we'll call the greenhouse Indoors, and detached bedding. That's the sixth way people are consuming fruit and vegetables that are grown during the seventh year in Eretz Yisrael.